Coming up on the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. The ISOT method basically in the zone on demand is a skill that I teach people for them to be in the zone on demand, meaning getting into the zone, no distractions, focus, getting the stuff done and being the best you can be. Because most people think being in the zone is just for athletes and that's wrong. It's just a skill that can be uh, that you can learn so you can be in control and you can, uh, you know, crush your sale goals, uh, kill the presentation on stage, uh, go from a millionaire to being a billionaire, going from just falling short of your dreams and goals to actually realizing those. And that's usually kind of the difference, uh, you know, between failure and success. Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I'm Brian Grin, and I'm here to give you actionable tips to get your body back to what it once was 5, 10, even 15 years ago. Each week, I'll give you an in-depth interview with a health expert from around the world to cut through the fluff and get you long-term sustainable results. This week, I interviewed holistic physician, biohacking expert, and best-selling author, Dr. Mike Van Thielen. In December of 2023, Dr. Mike published The IZOD Method, Unleash Your Superpower, in which he discusses how to find purpose in life, optimize focus, productivity, free up valuable time, and live stress-free. We discuss this along with Dr. Mike's power routines, how to mitigate the effects of EMF, getting in the zone, gaining focus with the tropics, and his one tip to get your body back to what it once was. Really enjoyed my interview with Dr. Mike. I know you will too. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I have Dr. Mike Van Thielen on. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks for having me, Brian. Thanks for coming on and uh, glad to have you on the podcast, holistic nutrition, health and wellness expert. Uh, you're also an author and speaker, um, world record holder in swimming. Uh, maybe let's go back to to the roots. What got you into health and biohacking? And looks like maybe you started out in swimming and moved from there. That's right. Uh, your listeners probably can pick up an accent. I'm originally from Belgium. Uh, I uh, grew up in a single family home. My mom worked hard to provide for my brother and I. Um, and um, I figured I was pretty competitive competitive as a youngster because um, in elementary school, I was on the soccer team, basketball team, the fastest runner of this uh, class. Uh, but I lost in swimming because one of my better friends was part of the local swim team. And so I don't really recall this actively, but my mom uh, always tells me that I was so pissed I came home. And after a while, my decision was to join the local swim team myself. And <laughs> so that was, uh, you know, where I found my passion for swimming. And today I still joke that it's actually my worst sport. Um, but yeah, I was apparently very competitive and still I really don't like to uh, like to lose, uh, but I never lose either win or I learn, right? So that's a mindset right there. Yeah. Uh, but went to school over there, University of Brussels is physical education because I wasn't into sports, but what are you going to do with that ultimately? So then I decided to add physical therapy to it. Started traveling with Belgian Olympic swimmers in preparation for the Olympic Games in Atlanta in 96. And after that, they actually were short of therapists in the United States. So I was recruited. I saved $400, packed my backpack, put my jeans on, and came live the American dream. Wasn't it easy in the beginning because, of course, I didn't have any mentors or coaches, didn't have any credit score. I got knocked down a lot of times, and that's how my motto quickly became exactly what I just said. I never lose, I win, or I learn. 
Um, I found out there's more to health uh, than physical therapy. So I went back to school to the Florida College of Integrative Medicine, got my doctor in oriental medicine, license in acupuncture, homeopathy, Chinese herbal medicine, you name it. But after almost another thousand patients, I got a little frustrated because these uh, quote-unquote alternative therapies may be less invasive and harmful than conventional medicine, meaning drugs, injections, and surgeries. But I didn't get the long-lasting results I was hoping for either with my patients. So I decided I needed to do something else to go back to basics. And that's when I decided to get my PhD in holistic nutrition and also look at Mother Nature for the truths. And so I started looking at animals in the wild to see what they were doing to stay healthy. And uh, since then, I really got a lot of confidence in helping anybody with any medical condition to regain control of their health or people to optimize their health are today, uh, as I'm regarded an expert biohacker, is objectively reverse their biological age. And so since then, I've been uh, doing a lot of speaking, uh, doing some books, um, been a CEO of several companies, including a regenerative medicine company where we did stem cell-based therapist on NFL players, heavyweight champion, boxers, entrepreneurs, etc. And then COVID came. So then I had a little bit of time to reflect inside myself and see what I wanted to do. So today I'm doing what I love to do is really help people, not just with their health, but also with their business and their goals and their dreams in life. So I'm a mentor coach and I still like to do the speaking. And I want to just go back to the point. I'm curious. You mentioned you uh, observed animals to learn about what we can learn in the wild. What what was that like? (laughs) Well, I still tell people to do it when they get uh, when their doctor tells them something or they get a second opinion. I said, also, you should come and sense and look what animals in the wild do. And so we can learn a lot from it. You know, just a few examples. Uh, You know, how many times animals in the wild eat? You know, the answer is usually one. And so we are used to eat three, four, five times a, a day. And so we're only supposed to consume one meal a day, and we can go into discussion about that. But so did Jesus, the Greeks, the Romans, and all animals in the wild. Our digestive system biologically is only designed to digest one meal a day, etc. We can also ask, what do animals in the wild drink? Well, as soon as they come from the mother's breast, they all drink water. They don't drink milk from another species. They don't drink sodas or tea or energy drinks. Uh, what they do after a meal? Well, usually they go rest uh, in the shed and digest a meal. They don't go back to work. Uh, do they wear clothes, hats, sunglasses, shoes? No, they're grounding. Uh, when they deliver a, a young, uh, the mother instinctively eats the placenta. Why is that? Well, it contains the stem cells and the bioactive molecules to repair the damaged tissue. And we can go on and on and on. But so many times, um, Mother Nature does have some answers. Interesting. And uh, what... Like, what are your, I mean, you you call yourself technically like a biohacker. What are some of the things uh, that you're utilizing nowadays? And like you mentioned, you you got into China, Chinese herbal medicine and, and you know, some of these non-invasive uh, procedures and you, you were sort of disappointed to some degree. And then uh, what, what, what do you like, what are the methods that you're using now that you find are most effective? Well, you got to look at the body as a whole. And we're still, even though we're individuals, we still have the same biology and same physiology, right? So I look at the body as a whole. And so I believe that there's only one cause of all disease. It's called toxemia. Toxemia literally means toxins in the blood, right? But um, when we have a little bit closer look, what it really means is as, as part of daily living, normal living metabolism, we obviously produce waste and toxins. 
but in a healthy organism, those toxins are eliminated by the kidneys, the bowels, the skin, etc. So no harm is done. But today, most of us are in a toxemic state, which means is we ingest and are exposed to far more toxins than the body uh, possibly can eliminate. It can't keep up with the elimination of it. So now there's an accumulation of toxins. And those toxins do two things in the body. They cause free radical damage, which is oxidative stress. And they also put us in a state of constant, uh, you know, putting out the fires. And uh, in conventional medicine, we call that systemic inflammation. And even in conventional medicine, uh, they now agree that systemic inflammation is responsible for over 90% of all disease. So to me, toxemia is the cause of all the disease. So in order to avoid disease and stay healthy, we need to keep toxemia in check. So theoretically, it's pretty easy because what we need to do is we need to lower the intake and exposure to toxins from what man-made foods, man-made drinks, over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs, uh, toxic household household products, cosmetic products, and obviously today electromagnetic frequencies and radiation from all our wireless devices, uh, cell phones, and the list goes on. So we need to mitigate and reduce that as much as possible while simultaneously increasing the intake of nutrients that would fight free radical damage, repair our DNA, and fight that systemic inflammation. And if we can get into that balance, then we can avoid uh, any and all disease. So from that perspective, whether whether I have a patient coming with him with cancer, Parkinson's, or just the flu, it's always going to be almost the same approach. Obviously, we customize the approach, but it's about keeping that toxemia in check and putting the, the uh, body uh, back into balance because only the body can heal itself. I don't believe drugs can cure or therapies or surgeries or injections or even uh, supplements or drugs or anything I do, uh, nothing really cures. Only the body can heal itself, but we need to put, or our attempt is to put the body um, in the correct position or condition so that it can heal itself. Well said. And what would you say, you know, you talk about environmental factors that we run into every day. I mean, just obviously breathing exhaust or like the EMFs and things like that. What I mean, things that obviously we can't avoid, but what what can we do to maybe uh, counteract those um, those everyday environmental factors that are harming our health? Yeah, there's many things that we can do, right? When we talk about our cleaning products, household products, cosmetic products, we can look for the safer alternatives, right? When it comes to electromagnetic radiance radiation, uh, this was a best-selling book last year on Amazon, uh, The Invisible Thread. So in that book, I give people a hundred tips and strategies that don't have to cost any money to really mitigate those effects of that radiation. Um, You know, first of all, we got to start in the house or in the office and do whatever we can uh, to mitigate it. Um, So, you know, I I recommend you buy an EMF meter Uh, on my website. I have all the resources uh, that uh, people can uh, utilize for free to to get through that. Oh, there you go. Right. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Uh, So there's simple ones for the non-technical people, and then there's more complicated ones for those who like the tech. Uh, But an EF meter will tell you, right, uh, where the electromagnetic fields are. But, you know, just to give a a simple thing, you want to check all your outlets and those that have dirty electricity, you can put filters on. You want to start plugging in all your uh, computers, laptops, and devices again with a grounding, and it could be a grounded and shielded cord. Um, We can buy a Faraday bag for our routers, so it still gives you the signals for your uh, wireless devices, but at the same time, it won't emit the radiation. Um, we can go as far as, again, measuring those hotspots in our house and make sure we don't put our bed there. 
uh, our, our dining table there and avoid those places. We can go outside of the house and, you know, be aware of the power lines in and out of the ground, the smart meters on our house and do all kinds of little things to kind of uh, mitigate those harmful effects. And then we can also shield ourselves. Uh, for example, I've been sleeping almost four years on what we call an anti-aging bed cover. It's a cover that goes over the bed. I ground it. And so even with that meter, because I got two of those two, I can measure the voltage or millivoltage on my body, the radiation, the, the, the excess energy. And then as soon as I'm in contact with the bed cover, obviously now I'm grounded, meaning one with Mother Earth, all the excess energy goes straight into the ground. So it's a way of protecting yourself too. And then we got hundreds of tips on these types of devices on how to reduce the radiation from these. Obviously, you don't want to have them on your on your ear, you want to always have them on speakerphone. Another one is if you have only one or two bars, don't call, don't speak, because the less the signal, the more radiation is sent to your phone, right? The same when traveling, if you want to call or take a call, just stand still, don't walk or stop driving or wait till you stop driving because otherwise the signal needs to continue search for you because you're moving. And uh, at night, don't put it on your nightstand and charge it there. So hundreds and hundreds of things that we can do not to 100% avoid it. That's impossible unless we move to a pristine area in the Amazon forest. Mm -hmm. But at least to mitigate as much as we can to get the toxic load down. And uh, I'm curious that we always talk about routines in, mm -hmm. on this podcast. What What are your routines that you've implemented into your life morning or yeah, I got four power routines because I believe in order to uh really be successful achieve your goals and etc and uh and be focused and productive on what you're working on you need to script your life your agenda your calendar and so the easiest way to do is is find the routines that will make up that day so yes I have a morning routine a power routine a biohacking routine and a dream routine and so I think but for most people that I help those routines usually contain the same elements but they were a little bit different person to person because, for example, for some people to achieve a deep delta sleep, visualization may work for one person, breath work, work, work may work for another person, a brain tap or a sleep aid may work for the third person. So even though we want to achieve the same goals, some people respond better to one technology or strategy than another. So uh, my job with my mentees is, is, yes, creating their power routines, but customizing them so they can count on those routines each and every day to get those results. Well, why don't you give us an example? Like, what's your typical morning routine? Yeah, my morning routine is obviously uh, getting up. Uh, but before I get up, you know, I... Uh, I just, um, uh, well, the first thing I do is I drink some hydrogen water. Then I usually do a brain dump, uh, empty my mind. And some of the things that I do on the brain dump will end up in my calendar and the other things are just gone. Uh, then there's some type of exercise or movement or breath work uh, that I implement, whether I stay home or when I go to the swimming pool, I implement some movements uh, or some work. And uh, of course, I've skipped breakfast because breakfast is the least important day of the meal, but I take a juices with me. Or if I'm home, I don't have to take them with me, but I will consume some uh, juices that I make myself. And uh, again, my calendar is all made from the day before. So my morning routine is actually pretty simple. And then when you talk about a power routine, 
what do you mean when you talk about a power routine? Well, the, the morning routine is a power routine. Okay. The evening routine is a power routine. So there are power routines. The reason they're power routines is because once we fine-tune them, we can count on them each and every time to give the same desired results for each of the individuals. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, excellent. What type of things do you recommend for people who want to wind down? You talk about breath work. Um, you like obviously some type of maybe meditation. Um, I'm assuming you probably have like blue light blocking glasses and things like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the brain tap is also technology that I have. So it has the light going into your eyes and your ears, and you can choose a program to focus or to get into a deep delta sleep or whatever it is. There's thousands of programs that you can, it's binaural beats or it's a voice that gets you in a certain uh, brain wave based on what you want to achieve. So you choose one of those programs and you can put it on before you go to bed. That would be a technology that you could use. But part of my power routine is obviously uh, at 8.39 o'clock, I don't take any calls anymore. I don't do any, um, you know, meetings anymore. You would make probably poor decisions anyway. That's the time to wind down. Um, that's the time you want to spend time with your loved ones. I want you to turn all that off. Uh, and that's uh, when the real routine starts. Obviously, that's when... Uh, you know, that's when I do, uh, when I go to bed, I do visualization, which takes about two minutes because I visualize the next 24 hours and I'm going to make the right decisions throughout that 24 hours because I felt that I'm one of those guys that go to bed. If I'm not really tired, my mind keeps going and I'm trying to figure out what to do tomorrow and what to say tomorrow and who to contact tomorrow. But that's why I had to script my agenda and be clear on my agenda. And then before I go to bed, I visualize the next 24 hours. So that prevents me from thinking about tomorrow, worrying about tomorrow, about making decisions tomorrow. So visualization is part of that. And then many times I do the brain tap or some breath work. And then I will be able to get into a deep delta sleep. Got it. And, and I noticed on your website, you talk about something called the IZOD method. Yes. Like unleashing your superpower. What, what, what is that all about? Yeah, that's my latest book, The Eyes of Matter. It's called In the Zone on Demand. And so my first seven books is usually all health-related. And this one goes a little bit broader because during the pandemic, a colleague of mine asked me to help out with doing pre-screening calls for medical marijuana here in the state of Florida. And I said, sure, I had really not much else to do. I was trying to figure things out. But I ended up talking to hundreds of people per week, and they all had anxiety, depression, PTSD, ADHD, and cetera. And yes, there's therapies and smart drugs out there. But I found a common denominator on why they were in those uh, uh, positions. And it's they didn't have a purpose in life. They were just going with the motions, going to work, being bombarded with extra work by the boss, going home, trying to rush the kids to soccer, dealing with the significant other and never being able to catch up, even financially, wondering what tomorrow, next week, next month and next year brings. And so if I put myself in that position, obviously, I would be worried. I would be fearful. I would be uncertain, which translates in what anxiety, depression and those types of things. So I felt that there was an underlying cause. And so in this book, I'm really talking about not just about health and upgrading the body and the mind and biohacking, but really making sure the foundations are there. If we want to achieve our goals and dreams, we need a purpose. And so I work a lot of people with finding their purpose or some people know their purpose, but they're barely tapping into it. So I help them unleash their purpose, find that passion. And once we have that, we got to regain control of our life which is really scripting our life, our agenda, our calendar, setting those goals, setting the plans, surrounding ourselves with the right people, because the more control we have and the more clarity we have, the less stress we have. So many times those mental issues and conditions just disappear without drugs because 
we have a purpose and we're in control of our own life. And so all of that disappears. And so the ISO method basically in the zone on demand is a skill that I teach people for them to be in the zone on demand, meaning getting into the zone, no distractions, focus, getting the stuff done and being the best you can be. Because most people think being in the zone is just for athletes and that's wrong. It's just a skill that can be uh, that you can learn so you can be in control and you can, uh, you know, crush your sale goals, uh, kill the presentation on stage, uh, go from a millionaire to being a billionaire, going from just falling short of your dreams and goals to actually realizing those. And that's usually kind of the difference, uh, you know, between failure and success. And I noticed in the book, you talk about nootropic support. Something that mm-hmm. keeps coming up a little bit more as as just being in this health space. What what are some of the ways that individuals can use the tropics to help them? Yeah, and that's that's good. It came it came about the same time because remember, I'm talking to all these people that are on Ritalin and Wellbutrin and a lot of them on Adderall. And so I usually don't waste my time looking at medications, but I kind of was interested and looked at all the you know, labels and inserts. And just for example, Adderall, increased heart rate, increased risk for heart disease, psychosis, seizures, and the list goes on. Something I couldn't recommend, but I heard from those people, it it does help them focus and being productive. So those are called smart drugs now. So my job is then to find natural alternatives that don't have jittery effects, that don't have adverse reactions, that don't have any long-term effects or, you know, changes in personality. And that's what's called nootropics, which are basically natural supplements that help with memory and focus and those types of things. And there's many on the market, uh, you know, Ayurvedic ones, uh, Chinese herbal ones like ginkgo biloba and things like that. But um, I stumbled upon one that's called Focus Plus uh, by a company called Claritin Z Health. And Focus Plus, they have a patented uh, ingredient called BioCitroid, which is basically a terpene from a specific type of uh, citrus fruit, actually a blood orange from the southeast region of Asia. And at 30 milligrams or or higher, BioCitroid is able to cross the blood-brain barrier. Now, why is that important? Because that means it just works pretty quickly in about 30 minutes. Most supplements need to build up in your system for a few weeks before you know they have a positive effect or not. So this works pretty quickly. And then the company, I kind of helped them a little bit with adding other synergistic ingredients. So we added three more ingredients, L-tyrosine, which is known as an amino acid that helps with memory and focus. Uh, Phenylalanine, which is a neuroagent that also helps with photographic memory, uh, focus, those types of things. And then probably the most important one, I think, phenyl, not not phenylalanine, that was the previous one, phosphatidyl, which obviously we find in our fat cells in our body, but also in our brain. Phosphatidyl has been shown scientifically to stimulate NGF nerve growth factor, which means it stimulates the formation of new brain cells, brain cells. Uh, neuroconnectivity, neurotransmitters, etc. So what we found is that the combination of those four uh, are able to really get people into the zone, optimize the five intelligence hormones, and uh, and get the work done. So my experience was that I got all of people of these drugs, uh, ADHD and stuff, uh, drugs and of Ritalin, uh, using a more natural product that doesn't have the side effects. I think uh, looking backwards um, or looking at it now, it may not be as strong as Adderall, but it was strong enough for all of people to make that transition without having the side effect. So I help people with those problems, but also top athletes now are taking it because they just want that little extra edge, that little extra focus 
uh, that they need in their game to perform or people that, again, you know, take it just before going on stage and talking to a thousand people or going to a sales meeting because they need to close the deal. Whatever it is, it may help you with the extra focus. And for some people, it does wonders. For others, it doesn't work at all. Uh, so I'll tell people, just try it. And so your listeners can get a free sample at trysmartpill.com. Get a free sample. If it works for you, great. If not, great too. It doesn't do any harm. Okay. Very cool. And uh, I noticed you you did some work with, um, was it, did you work with Evander Holyfield? I noticed he was on your website. <laughs> uh, yeah, that... I met him. I met him and met him. Uh, we okay. did some work with him and uh, really Big Daddy Bo and him are actually Riddick still uh, hanging out yeah. in the same gym in the Fort Lauderdale area, Hollywood huh. area over there just north of Miami. And so uh, I did actually treat uh, Big Daddy Bo. Uh, we did stem cell injections for his shoulder and his knee and shockwave therapy because he hardly could walk. Uh, certainly couldn't get in and out of a car by himself. He actually needed help. And so we helped him and uh, his shoulder and his knees are perfect. We visited him. Uh, Evander Holofint was there. So we had a, we had a good time hanging around and talking about staying healthy. Even though Big Daddy Boy is kind of out of shape and gained some weight, uh, Evander Holofin, man, he stays sharp. He's juicing. He's staying healthy. He still works out. So uh, both both ex-world heavy champions, and yet uh, their health path takes a different way. It's all about, you know, uh, putting in those routines that keep you healthy or put you on a path of ill health. And that's a choice we all have to make. Yeah. No doubt. And what 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 about um, routines around uh, food and then also fitness? Uh, like routines food? about food and food. fitness. Yeah. So, uh, what what do you you know? I know everyone's a little bit different, but what do you prescribe to as far as for yourself uh, as far as eating on a daily basis? I know you mentioned it sounds like you're doing one meal a day. Um, yeah. And then as far as, uh, you know, your training routine, as far as you, you continue swim, swimming, I'm assuming. So let's talk about the food and then the, the, the exercise. So, yes, I believe we only need one meal a day. Um, it's just the propaganda of the breakfast and selling all those things. But again, if we look at animals in the wild or even the Greeks, the Romans, they only ate one meal a day. If we look at our biology, physiology, we're only designed to do that, but I do juice during the day. I drink at least two juices, which I make myself, which gives me all the nutrients I need on a daily basis. We talked about fighting free radicals and systemic inflammation and DNA repair. I take high quality supplements with that too. And then I have my meal. And yes, I'm not hungry because I'm giving my body all the nutrients that it needs so I don't get that hunger signal, right? You can eat five times a day, but if they are empty meals, empty calories, if they're burgers and bad food, as soon as it's digested, your body's going to send out a hunger signal because it still didn't get that omega-3, still didn't get the vitamin C. It's going to keep on asking for it, right? So it's the quality of what you eat and what you take into your body that will you know, give you that feeling of satiety or hunger or not. So, uh, so yes, lots of juicing, high-quality supplements, and then a meal a day. What do you juice? Uh, what do you typically juice with? Um, well, I I make different juices, but uh, the one I made yesterday uh, is just an example. So everything's organic, but uh, cucumbers, uh, celery, green apples, uh, lemon with the peel or the zest, uh, ginger roots, and pineapple. So that was my juice yesterday. And sometimes I do the red beets and carrot combination. You know those types of things. But getting a lot of concentrated nutrients, antioxidants anti-inflammatory things into your body. If you then add some high-quality supplements, 
uh, to it, you're really giving your body everything it needs to repair, renew, um, and uh, replenish itself. And that's the key right there. And where do you typically get your protein from? Uh, protein is plant-based protein. So yes, avocados and nuts and all the kind of good stuff. And if I'm working out at a higher level, I will supplement with a high quality uh, green protein. So again, the protein that I would supplement with would come from, uh, you know, peas and hemp and uh, all those types of things, but not from animal protein. Okay. And then um, what around fitness uh, do you prescribe for yourself? And Yes, it depends. Uh, I'm uh, going to the gym twice a week now, and I try to move a lot. Um, I injured my shoulder beginning of the year. I hope it's going to be 100% soon so I can start swimming again. Um, but when it comes to exercise and fitness, I think those two words uh, are maybe not the best words to use when we talk about health. When we talk about health, we need to talk about movement. We are a plumbing system. We have a cardiovascular system, lymphatic system, which is part of the immune system, etc. So we need to move because we cannot, uh, we need to avoid stagnation. We need to avoid things clogging up. So we need to hydrate plenty of water, lots of clean water, and we need to move. So when it comes to health, we need to walk. We need to, we can't sit still all day long, right? Because I know uh, athletes, even triathletes that work out four hours a day, but then the rest of the day, they're behind the desk because they're, for example, an insurance agent or whatever it may be. That's not healthy, even though they worked out for our days. So the, we need to get, you know, change our mindset from exercise, going to the gym or playing organized sports. That's great. But we need to move all day long, and that's really health. It's movement. And uh, if you if you are in a situation where you can't, maybe you gotta consider technology such as a vibration plate or uh, you know a power plate or a mini trampoline that you can at least at work have some cellular movement, even though you may not be running or walking. So um, you know that's my take on movement. So movement's very important. Hydration and movement are the key to. Uh, avoid stagnation in any system in your body and then yes when it comes to nutrition you know uh, lots of essential nutrients i get into juicing and supplements i obviously do intermittent fast as i said i do not have breakfast so i have an herb my meal is early in the evening so it has plenty of time four or five hours to digest completely because otherwise i won't get into a deep delta sleep to regenerate and repair and replenish because digestion would still be going on so we have to eat early in the evening and then in the morning i wake up and i'm energized so why would i eat breakfast it would be make sluggish again my digestive system will take my all my energy i got all the nutrients from yesterday evening i'm ready to go and i tell people sometimes to think about the fact that when you work eight to five and you go for a big lunch you gotta go back to work how do you feel right? Sluggish, because now your energy goes that to digestion, you're going to have a very poor productive uh, afternoon. And it's the same in the morning, we don't need that breakfast, if we give our body all the nutrients in the evening, and we, we get our juices and our supplements, etc. And we had a deep delta sleep, don't uh, rob your body of the energy for another digestive effort. Gotcha. And that one meal that you're having, it sounds like you're vegetarian, vegan, or? I don't. I never classify myself, um, <laughs> uh, and I think I think it's probably a good tip for everybody because then you're bound to some rules and you feel like you're missing out. I don't miss out if I go on a Saturday to a restaurant with my friends and I feel like a fillet. Guess what? I eat one. 
Uh, during the week, I don't cook meat at the house. I try to be healthy, but I, I classify myself as aware. That doesn't mean I don't have a taco on Tuesday or a pizza and a beer with friends on a Sunday. I do. Uh, because I think the big mistake is that people think in order to be really healthy, you need to be a health freak. And that's totally wrong, in my opinion, uh, because you can't keep up with that. And if you look at health freaks, they don't look healthy anyways, right? So what it is, it's about it's about this, right? We have 50 to 100 trillion cells. There's numbers in between. We really don't know how many, but it's um, an amount that our, our mind can't grasp. It's more than the stars in the entire galaxy. Now, each one of those cells performs a few million chemical reactions per second. So if you want to know how many chemical reactions there occur in your body at any given second, you have to multiply 75 trillion with a few million. So next time somebody asks you if you're busy, you say yes, extremely, right? But the point of this story is to tell you that each one of those cells have 100,000 receptors on the outer membrane. And inside the cell, we have the RNA or the messenger that tells those receptors at any given moment, hey, we need vitamin C, oh, I need omega-3, and those receptors stick out their neck in the extracellular, extracellular environment to look for that vitamin C. But what if that vitamin C is not available? Then the cell is forced to settle for less compatible, less potent nutrients. And that's how we have an original, and we make a copy of it, and then a copy of a copy. And so if we do that with a piece of paper, we can't read it anymore. It's the same on a cellular level. If we get less compatible potent nutrients, then we get degeneration and mutation, which is disease and cancer, right? So the moral of this story basically is, is that as long as we give our body all the essential nutrients that it needs on a daily basis, then the cells can do what? Get those nutrients to replenish, repair, replace themselves and avoid any disease. And that's how we stay in optimum health. So if we if we give our body everything that it needs on a daily basis, it's okay to have that taco on a Tuesday or pizza on a Saturday or those two beers. It's certainly okay. The problem is that 99% of us, you know, uh, live on the SAD, the standard American diet. Um, so they don't get the essential nutrients ever in their body. And therefore the cells are forced to settle for less. And that's when the problem starts. So you don't have to be a health freak. You can you know, make those exceptions and enjoy life and enjoy uh, good tasting food. Um, <laughs> but you got to make sure you give all these essential nutrients to your body. And that's why I juice a lot. And that's why I take high quality supplements also. And do you do any like type of testing just to see where you're at? Maybe uh, like blood work and things like that. I do that with people that are in more of an ill health disease state. But we also and sometimes I do it for myself, but I'm aware that whatever scales or whatever norms or values conventional medicine uses, most of those were developed <clears throat> for uh, during World War II to ration our soldiers. And so when you fall into normal, what that means is that means you're barely alive. And so that's a bare minimum. So when we talk about nutrients like B12 and those types of things, hopefully they don't fall within normal. Hopefully you're way ahead of that, which is optimal ranges. And your doctor will say, oh, you're taking too much B12 take a little bit less. No, don't. No, you want to be in optimal ranges. So we got to be aware of what those ranges mean. They mean you're barely alive. So that's really not what we're working with. We want optimal health. We don't want to just be normal and barely alive. So yes, we can do blood tests to see if there are deficiencies. And many times things that are in that normal range to me are a deficiency if we want to be in optimal health. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, the standard range that you're getting lab work on is just done for just individual sort of everyday people that maybe aren't looking to optimize uh, yes. per se. Uh, 
Awesome, Dr. Mike. Where so you're in Florida? Do you have a clinic in Florida or do you just work virtually? No, I use I you I work virtually now and or or with local people. But yeah, I do mentorship programs, I do talking. Um, I'm working on online courses as we speak. Um, so yes, we used to have brick and mortar, but with COVID, we shut it down. And I think, you know, within within age, we can reach out much further if we do have a virtual presence. So that's what I'm continue to work on. Yeah. And your newest book is uh, the one we just talked about, right? Yes, that's uh, the IZOD method. The IZOD method, yes. Very cool. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that. And and there, your website is at mvtonline.com. Is that the best yes, place? Yes, it's mvtonline.com or easier to remember biohackingunlimited.com. Same website. All my books are there, mentorship programs. There's different programs. You can check it out. You can schedule a 20 minute free Zoom call with me. It doesn't cost anything just to see if there's uh, something I can help you with. There's a free newsletter you can subscribe to. My speaking bio is there. Anything you may want to know about me, you can start at biohackingunlimited.com. Well, great stuff, Dr. Mike. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you one more question before we uh, turn off sure. this. Uh, and you probably might have even answered it, but if you were going to give a tip to one, in, if you were going to give one tip to an individual to help to get their body and mind back to what it once was, let's say 15 years ago, what one tip would you give that individual? Well, yeah, if you want to reverse your biological aging. And and again, I believe today that the average person doesn't have to be the elite without putting in too much money at all. Because in my book, I talk about the seven foundational biohacks without buying technology, uh, that every person can become 100 years old, but able to do the things a 40-year-old does. In other words, traveling, hiking, whatever it is that you like to do. And that's increasing your lifespan. And I believe today, if you implement these strategies, that that's actually a reality. You can achieve that. you know, anybody can. And so when when people are struggling or want to, you know, step it up and, and get in optimal health or even biohack, you know, just really get the advice of a, a local functional medicine doctor to push in the right direction or coaches like you and I uh, that can steer you in the right direction and make you accountable um, and start implementing very simple things. You don't have to buy a hyperbaric chamber. You don't have to buy a $20,000 high vibration platform or some kind of a, you know, a photodynamic machine with all kinds of lights and bells and whistles. Uh, Some of those things work, but they're not necessary. You need to set a foundation first. So you need to upgrade that diet we talked about. You got to implement that movement. We got to talk about, you know, clean water, clean air, and all those types of things and breath work and mindset. And so there's plenty of things that we can start with that don't cost any money to kind of set the foundation before we even think about ingesting in some technologies that may help us. Yeah. And I I agree. I mean, there's so much information out there that you could go crazy, but the key is being held accountable to make sure that you follow through. I think that's like most important. Uh, So, so someone like yourself or myself could, could definitely push, put you on that right path. So um, excellent, Dr. Mike. Well, I will put links in the show notes for people that want to check you out mvtonline.com and biohackingunlimited.com. Right. And uh yeah, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and, and sharing all this knowledge. Thanks for your time too, Brian. Yes, there's knowledge, but uh, you spending your time and your efforts too to get the message out. So as a teamwork, so thank you also for your time. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. 
feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.